0: Amen, amen, bless you, bless you all for being in this room and where we get a chance to hug each other's necks and look into each other's faces and say, you are not crazy for following Jesus. No, we need that sometime, don't we? But for the rest of you who are not able to be in this room, but you are a part of the Alamo City family, we bless you and we say to you. You're not crazy for following Jesus. Amen. Now, as we came into this year, there has been a sense in our hearts that the Lord was calling us, calling us to the place of prayer. We're starting a new decade. We've got a presidential election that's upon us with a number of things in this country going on. But a lot of things happening personally in our own lives. And the Lord, I believe, he's just saying to us, call my people to prayer. At the core of what prayer is all about, it is this. Prayer has as its generator, has as that which instigates it, matters of the heart. Matters of the heart. So today, what are the matters of the heart in your life? Matters of the heart, not brain necessarily, but what are the things that can keep you awake awake at night? What, What are the things that can cause you to battle with hopefulness or hopelessness? What are the matters of the heart? are the people? What are the things? Matters of the heart. Matters of the heart. Now I want you to look with me if you would again to a passage we've been over a number of times but as we get further into and deeper into this call to prayer which the Lord gives us another week we will we will start on Super Bowl Sunday 40 days 40 days of drawing circles around specific matters of the heart that we're taking to the Lord individually but we've been encouraging you to ask the Lord to lead you who could join you as a part of a prayer circle and using the the little book by Mark Batterson is a guide for our, our prayer time, a supplement for our days of prayer, Draw the Circle. Many of you have gotten that book. If you, if you haven't, if you'll just, you can go online and uh, Amazon and a number of different places you can find it, printed several years ago, but they still have copies available. It, it will be a guide, a supplement to our daily um, focus on prayer for those 40 days. Hope you will get a copy of that. And as as the Lord leads you to invite ones to be a part of the prayer circle with you, you can encourage them, and you'll be able to encourage each other uh, in that way as you as you pray. Matters of the heart; um, those in your circle are going to be ones that you feel like you can trust to share the matters of your heart. And uh, God has a way of of linking us together along that line. I, w- I want you to turn to this Philippians four. A passage and, and Paul is, is writing to the Philippian church, he's writing from jail, um, his world hadn't been put back together yet, he, he is uh, in prison for his commitment to Christ and he was seen as a threat to the state so they just locked him up but even though he couldn't get out and live as a free man in that sense, he was a free man in his spirit. The Romans could put shackles around his, his legs and feet and put a lock on the door, but they couldn't lock up his spirit. They could not shackle his spirit. And he speaks to us from that place. If you look at, at verse four of Philippians four, verse four, he, he writes, Rejoice in the Lord always. And again I will say, rejoice. Let your forbearing spirit, your ability to put up with stuff, be known to all men. The Lord is at hand. The Lord is near. The Lord is here. And then he says, be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Matters of the heart. It's matters of the heart that can get us anxious. It's not just things in general, but it's things that somehow can push our buttons, can can get through uh, whatever we would try to protect ourselves with and by. These matters of the heart are the places where we can be anxious. So what do we do with those matters of the heart that make us anxious? He gives the instruction, be anxious for nothing. Here's what you do. Instead of focusing on what makes you anxious, in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto the Lord. Now, I want to just stop there a minute. The word prayer, we we use that word a lot. A lot of us have grown up hearing that, and that was a part of our church vocabulary. Pray, prayer, praying, prayerful. What does it mean? What does it mean? At its core, bottom line in the New Testament, prayer is simply but profoundly this. It is me as a child, opening up my heart and letting it be known to my Father what is in my heart. And then as I stay in that place of my heart being opened up to Him, I'm listening for His heart to be opened up to me. It's not about the brain. It's about the heart. Your heart as a child, opening up to the Father the things that are in your heart, that are working in you and matter to you. This is something important to keep in mind. Do you realize that the Lord is big enough? The Lord loves you enough to handle it, when you're mad at him, when you're frustrated by all the good chances that he's missed to answer your prayer and to get you out of the mess? It's a it's a striking statement when Jesus is talking about all the people who were blessed, Beatitudes, first part of the Sermon on the Mount, longest discourse of Jesus recorded anywhere in Scripture. And right off the bat, here's what he says, blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. In other words, the trigger to getting your comfort is to mourn. Well, we mourn in all kinds of different ways. Some folks sell up, some folks get quiet. Some folks get mad. Some folks holler. Some folks want to write poetry. Some folks just want to stick the head under under the covers and never get out. But the Lord still...